Darius Basley, hit me. Uh, this is, I mean, he's the most thunder pick of all time. Like, I, we just drafted the power forward Terrence Ferguson. That's really what you can take from it, man. Darius Baisley? Darius Baisley. Darius Baisley. If you, if you remember on our last podcast, I, uh, I mentioned this guy as a guy that was just kind of a sleeper. He wasn't like in my top five players that I liked for the Thunder, but he was like a sleeper pick that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a you had a real Gettleman uh, at the Senior Bowl vibe to his combine I, performance. I did. You saw him pull up from mid range a couple times, and we're like, I like this guy. Yeah, there was there was a little bit of you know I saw him take two long twos and make them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like pure mid-range it was like 20 feet like so it was like it was like almost a three and the shot looked pretty smooth and mm-hmm. i was like all right, all right i see a really athletic dude um that maybe can shoot question mark i don't know um and then you know you saw him he kind of rose up the draft boards and i mean i remember today i was on my twitter and it was like darius Baisley is now considered a mid-20s pick you know like this dude mm-hmm. was a guy that was supposed to be a second round pick and now he's you know in you know being projected as a as a late first rounder and i mean honestly we're both kind of dumb for the bells not ringing hey the thunder are going to draft this guy because it makes too much sense right i mean just think about literally the last three years in the draft now find the guy that's probably the most raw and most athletic in the entire draft right and that's the guy the Thunder have taken. Like right. that, there is a mold that they draft, mm-hmm. and it seems fairly obvious. And here we were again, like surprised, you know. So honestly, we're the dumb ones, right? Uh, this also makes um, two years in a row that the Thunder have t- used a first round pick on a uh, we'll call him a prep to pro guy. Well, technically... Well, this is their past two first-round picks. Right. Yes, yes. Um, Right. Because you had the... Were there any of those guys in that draft? Last year? I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, I think what we're finding out is that Sam Presti hates college basketball as much as we do. Right. I think that's fairly obvious at this point. Um, So... Obviously, what we're alluding to is that Darius Basley did not go to college. He instead took a $1 billion internship with New Balance and worked out um, in preparation for the combine. He put on about 20 pounds. um, and That sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. I would enjoy doing that. Right. So what we can take from this is that, A, Darius Basley has a great work ethic. Because he was working out basically all the time for the past like eight months and successfully gained the weight he needed to gain. Mm-hmm. Two, clearly smart, very forward thinking, got paid, which is not a thing basically anyone else in this draft can yeah, say. This guy was smart enough to not go to college and instead he got money. Right. Like, I, I'm not going to hate on a dude for that, man. No. Um, forward thinking. Yeah. And obviously, the, the Thunder. You know the Thunder fan consensus is going to be pretty disappointed, right. and I think largely what that is due to is the fact that a the Thunder traded down to get to this pick. 
They traded their 21st pick down to 23, picked up a 2024 um, second. Second. And, you know, that's whatever. Um, But the guys on the board, you know, Brandon Clark goes 21. Um, I know friend of the pod, Sam Davis, is heartbroken. That right. He was actually technically drafted by the Thunder, and he, right. he spent some in, time in a hat that said Oklahoma yeah, City. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Clark in a Oklahoma City Thunder hat is going to be a nightmare for for Sam Davis for a while. Right. Um, but well, the good news is that Brandon Clark is going to bust. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Um, uh, but like, yeah, him, Nasir Little was still on the board. Grant Williams was still on the board at 21. All guys that we were big fans of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, you know, that's really where the disappointment, I think, for a lot of fans comes from. And I know like you and I were both at a Thunder draft party type a thing. Thunder event. And not an official Thunder event. I not an say. official, but... A Thunder yeah. fan event. Yeah, and so... Yeah, Bull Bull was obviously... The Bull Bull chants were going Ke- strong. Kevin right? Porter Jr. was a popular pick right. for, for a lot of people. But um, I think that, you know, Sam Presti just doesn't care. Like, he yeah. doesn't care about what the consensus for these players are. I think Sam Presti pretty clearly identifies the players that he wants and then just doesn't care what anyone else thinks, mm-hmm. you know. And also, people... And I'm not... And I'm not trying to say that Sam Davis is this bad. Um, but y'all need to chill with the Brandon Clark takes. I, I mean, the, the Twitter group think about Brandon Clark, it needs, it needs to be toned down a little bit. And right. I'm not saying that, uh, that Sam Davis is over the top with this, but he's obviously a lot higher on Brandon Clark than I am for sure. Right. Um, so people just just chill out a little bit if you're if you were super into Brandon Clark or if you're into Bull Bull then I I have no nothing to say to you like I just disagree. <laughs> you can't be just you well you can't be disappointed that the Thunder didn't take Bull Bull. Yeah. No team in the first round took Bull Bull. I got I got nothing um, for you. I mean, I, you know, there's you, still time for the Thunder to buy a second pit round pick to can, take Bull Bull. Can you imagine Sam Presti drafting a guy who his biggest question mark is whether or not he likes playing basketball? Like, does that really sound like a guy that Sam Presti's taking? I don't know. No. But he's so long. He's so no. He's going. <laughs> the Magic are going to draft him. All right. I'm really into a Mo Bamba Bull Bull. Yeah, probably. it would be um, super weird. Uh, but back back to Darius Baisley. Um, I mean, obviously. You know, having mentioned him on the last pod, this isn't. I wasn't like thrilled with the pick. I was. I liked Nasir Little quite a bit more, um, but it's it's not one of those picks that I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh god, why did we do this? Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to hear what the kind of consensus for some of the from some of the Thunder fans that I actually respect and like their opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to hear what they have to say about this pick and whether. I mean, I think what we're all going to settle on is that, like, oh, yeah, we kind of overthought this. Like, this was obviously the guy that Sam Presti was going right. to identify. Right. You know? Um, no, it's, I mean, it's pretty clear that Sam Presti thinks that this approach works. Right. Um, and, and, I mean, with Terrence Ferguson, it did work. Yeah. Like, like Terrence Ferguson's not the perfect player. But Terrence Ferguson, I don't think anybody can argue, right. is 
was a bad pick. Yeah. Like no one's going to argue that that was a waste of a draft pick. Like the guy literally was our starting two guard this year. Yeah, could have OG though. It could have been OG, but like, who had the better season this year? Terrence Ferguson. That's true. By far. Um, OG won a championship though. Yeah, but he didn't play in the playoffs at I, all. I, I know. We're not doing this. <laughs> um, but yeah, Terrence Ferguson's a guy that shot thirty six percent from three and. Right, he's had a, right. He's, pretty significant flashes of being that two-way wing that the Thunder need. Right, he's like he looks like he is a plus defender who can shoot. Right, like in addition to uh, being the best dunker on a team with the dunk contest champion. <laughs> right, yeah. And when I look at Darius Baisley, I just I look at a guy that in three years can be a starting power forward in the NBA. Right, like I don't. I don't think he's going to play much. If he does play, I think he's going to look a lot like Terrence Ferguson did as a rookie, which was largely a disaster. Mm-hmm. Terrence Ferguson was horrendous as a rookie. Um, but I think you might see pretty substantial improvements, especially, right. I mean, the word on this guy is that he's a really good kid, works extremely yeah. hard. Hard you, worker. You mentioned the you know taking the year off and just working on basketball for a whole year. Um and honestly, that's that's kind of an interesting approach because I think so many guys wind up think think about if he had gone to Syracuse and just played in that zone defense. This is a guy that was committed to Syracuse. First of all, right. we should mention this is why he's just Jeremy Grant. Yeah, um, but like he could have gone to Syracuse and played in the zone defense, not really made a huge impact, and then played in a college offense, which is always frustrating unless you play it like. Iowa State with a bunch of great shooters. Yeah. Like there's there's a few te- Michigan and another that yeah. actually runs good offense, but yeah. and like he could have gone to the NBL and gotten beaten up by thirty year olds. Yeah, like, or he could have played in the G League where nobody would have cared about him because they're right, and like, he would have made nobody's five thousand a year and not a million. Right, exactly. So, you know, I'm I'm interested to see if this might be something that more people do. And also, like, I respect the hell out of a guy that's like, hell no, I'm not going to go do what the NCAA wants me to do. And, like, right. it's not even that. Like, I'm not going to go act like I'm doing it for a while. Right. Because he's that's really what to, college he's not basketball going to spend is. A semester in college and right. drop out when his team gets knocked exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. Guys in college basketball do just enough to stay eligible right. in the first semester and then just stop going when they know they're going pro. And, they have every right to do that. Right. Like, there's really no reason not to do it, right. if you're being honest. It, but so, our point here is that it is a ridiculous artifice. And it's cool that the Thunder drafted a player who looked at this and said, this is a ridiculous artifice. Yeah. And also, he's another clutch client, which, again, Terrence Ferguson's a clutch client. Yeah. Um, so, one can only assume that the Thunder... Are playing the long game and and they're they're going to be going for Cozy, yeah. going for Bronny James cozying up with Rich and LeBron and yeah gonna get Bronny they're yeah. gonna they're gonna want Bronny for his first eight years of his career before he goes to the Lakers mm-hmm. um, that's I think that might be what the Thunder's actual long term plan is here you know what my greatest regret is at this moment what's that it's a twenty twenty four second and not a twenty twenty two second because twenty twenty two is the double draft it is the double yeah. Yeah, I, I think it is kind of weird. It seems like to move down, even just to move down a couple picks, it seems like you'd be able to get more than a 2024 second. Well, yeah. But, but well, at the same Memphis time... Memphis was also in a position where they understood that letting the Thunder move down was helping them by 
by relieving cat pressure. Yeah, and so yeah, that that's a big question is that I think it's pretty obvious the Thunder knew who they were going to take. They knew that nobody but they basically knew that the Celtics weren't going to take him mm-hmm. and that the Grizzlies wanted Brandon Clark and they just determined the salary for the number 23 pick is less than the number 21 pick. So that's who they wound up drafting. Um yeah. and they they save you know, they probably a couple hundred thousand dollars, which in tax is probably over a million dollars. They probably right. saved over a million dollars in tax money, which I mean, you know, yeah. you're talking I mean, about saving billionaires money. So I don't care. Yeah, that it's much, yeah, it's not like it's not a human interest thing, but right. it's, it was a, it's a move that was wholly like holy value. Right. right. They gave up nothing in order. To, they got one pick, which has marginal value and yeah. saved some luxury tax money which also has marginal value to them which yeah and like think about they were gonna take Darius Baisley so if they had taken him at 21 everybody yeah they still wouldn't have taken Brandon Clark yeah they still wouldn't have taken Brandon Clark this is the guy that Sam Presti identified as wanting and I mean I know I'm like the resident Sam Presti stan I will stand for most of his decisions I'm a Mm -hmm. big Sam Presti guy Uh, and I I tend to not really worry about these kind of picks. Like I, you know, I know that Sam Presti is smarter than me. I know that Sam Presti is smarter than most people that do draft stuff. Right. So I'm not really super worried about it. Like, and I guess we haven't mentioned much about Baisley as a player, but like. Guess. Honestly, just guess. Like he's super athletic. He's a lefty, which is exciting. That's fun. Um, but one thing I noticed just, you know, watching a little bit of, you know, just watching some highlights of him is that he does seemingly have like, if you're, you know, let's say we're comparing him to Jeremy Grant. He has much better ball skills than Jeremy Grant did at this age. Like he can dribble and attack closeouts. He can actually, like, there's some ball handling chops there. And I, I'm a fan of that. And, um, if he, he's a guy that I don't think the shot is near, like, Jeremy Grant was not a good shooter at this age. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's Jeremy Grant as a shooter at this age. And right. now we see what Jeremy Grant is. So I think he's a guy that's going to be able to shoot it. And if he does shoot it, he's going to be able to guy that's able to attack closeouts pretty well. Mm-hmm. And that's a really valuable player. And if there's one thing I trust the Thunder to do, it's mold a super athletic dude into a decent defender. Right. Here's a, um, here's a spicy one. What's that? It's actually a spicy pea. Spicy pea. Because you talk about a Jeremy Grant with ball handling skills. Oh, oh, I see. I see where you're headed. Right. I, you're, I, it's you're, a, I, to me, that sounds like a Pascal comparison. You're throwing out the and Pascal. The reality is that Pascal two years ago was in the G League. Right. So it's not well, impossible. And it is, I am not making this prediction. It's, I would it's like to hard. make that absolutely clear. It's also hard to just know because like, I honestly don't know what Pascal Siakam's body was like at this age. Right. But I know that Darius Baisley is so far away from body type from Pascal Siakam that mm-hmm. it's hard to make that, you know, that comparison. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility when you're describing the kind of player. Right. You're describing a guy that can hit a catch-and-shoot three, attack closeouts at a high level, and be a high-level defender. Like, mm-hmm. that is – those are skills that Pascal Siakam has. Right. Those are also skills that Jeremy Grant has developed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually pretty excited about this pick. Um, and I know that, 
you know, in general, I, I kind of like to go against the popular pick, but I do have that, right. that, uh, from the last podcast where I was, I was high on him before they made the pick. So it's not just yeah. me wanting to defend Sam Presti or be different from everybody else. I was Darius Baisley fan, even if it was kind of a David Gettleman situation where I saw him do a couple things and fell in love with him. Like right. I, maybe that's what happened, but even so I was a, a Darius Baisley fan first. So right. No, there you go. this is very much a trust the process pick. Um, it's a thing where, and by what I mean that is that this is really a pick that happened like irreverent of any ideas about the thunder having a timetable, right? Right. This wasn't a win now pick. This was a pick that the Thunder would have made if, you know, wherever they were. Whatever their cap situation was. Whatever their goal for next season was. Think about it this way, too. I mean, if you are the most pessimistic Thunder fan out there, which I think I have a claim to that. Yes, it's him. (laughs) I think I have a claim to that that take. But um, I look at this and the... um, if Darius Baisley hits, he's going to be hitting at a time where the Thunder are probably going to be in a post-Russell Westbrook world. Right. Which well, is a yeah. good thing. It's Yeah. I think if you are if you think that the Thunder are not in a great spot, first, I'd like you to be honest and like interrogating the reality in which there isn't a way for the Thunder to get out of this tight spot. Mhm. No, none of the nothing like very drastic moves could have happened at this right. combine or at this draft, but they didn't. Um, yeah, and I, none of the guys the Thunder picked were going to like. Y- you can say that they should have made a win now move, but how do the Thunder win now? It wasn't. There. I don't think you yeah. can. So and that's yeah. I think you should be totally happy about this pick because yeah. this was a pick about the Thunder being better in the future, which is what the draft is for. Right. Well, and like to me, it's like I don't really care about anybody's other opinion. I just care about getting a player that helps your team at some point. If you get a player that helps your team at some point at 23, mm-hmm. then you had a successful draft pick. Like yeah. that's that's really all it comes down to. Um now like obviously if there are five all-stars that were taken right after Darius right. Baisley then like okay, maybe you screwed up, but you're also not the same the only team that screwed up. Right. You know, there are a lot of teams that did. Um so I I don't know. I think it is worth Talking about the fact that the Thunder were not really able to make a big trade today. I think it's fairly obvious that the Thunder really wanted to get off money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they did, you know, we don't know for sure, but I think it's probably fair to say that behind the scenes, that was really their goal for this draft. And it right. just seemed like, oh, it's not going to happen. I, right. I think there, if there were a trade to be made... Um, it would have happened for the Thunder because I think they were extremely willing to do it. Right. And there just wasn't a trade that they felt like was was maximizing value. Alex and I were extremely into Steve and the 21st for Aaron Baines and Marcus Smart. Yeah. that that obviously did not happen. That did not happen. They traded Aaron Baines to the freaking Suns. For... It's... I still don't know the specifics of that trade. It's really yeah, dumb. We've been talking on a podcast instead of staying up to date. So. Right. Um, I think that's a good place to stop. Right. We, we, we talked 20 minutes about, uh, about Darius Baisley, yeah. who has not played basketball in about a year hey, and a half. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put 
on a rating of on my excitement scale, one to ten, I'm gonna give it an eight. It's an eight. It's an eight. Folks, it's an eight. It is an eight from the most negative Thunder fan out there. That's me. That's really impressive. I promise you guys, you will not find a more negative Thunder fan than me. And I think this is an eight on the excitement scale. Right. I am going to give it like a six on the excitement scale. That doesn't mean it's not bad. That doesn't mean it's bad. That doesn't mean it's good. I I think it's a pretty good pick because, like I said, it's a pick that um, isn't beholden to any sort of timetable. Right. Um, would I call it exciting? No. Um, I actually think it's very, it's, it's very thunder in how unexciting it is. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just look at the fact that like that dude might be a a real player in three or four years and that might absolutely be perfect. Like we might go into a rebuild with a guy like Terrence Ferguson, who's a legitimate two way wing and a guy like Darius Baisley, who could be a legitimate two way wing slash forward. And that, right. that to me is a good place to be starting from when you're looking at rebuilding and starting over. Right. So that's where I, where I'm at, at my eight. That's um, right. Also just real quick. If there's one guy to look for the Thunder to trade for in the second round to like buy a pick, this is important. Jalen LeCue, because another guy that did not go to college Super athletic point guard with really good measurables. Mark it down, guys. Jalen <laughs> McHugh. That would be hilarious and awesome. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm rooting for. Uh, but I think that's probably enough. That's about it. Uh, Darius Baisley's two years away from being two years away. You heard it here first. Um, and, uh, yeah, 8 out of 10. All right. We'll be back with a more full draft review at a later date. But this was... Just Alex and I getting our thoughts about the bays out into the world. Yep. All right. We're done.